0: Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? Today's episode is brought to you by Romer Skincare. Right out of Chicago, Romer launched a work-from-home clean skincare line that covers all your skincare needs with three easy steps to follow. Here's why you should check them out. Simple ingredients and effective results. It's a perfect upgrade if you're still washing your face with that bar soap or that drugstore face wash. Right now, Romer Skincare is offering our Weedcast listeners 15% off and a gift with your first purchase by using the code LISTENER15. That's code LISTENER15 on their website, romerskincare.com. Impress your partner and get happy skin. Hey, yo, what's up everybody? Welcome back. It's good to see you in the new year. This is officially the first episode of 2021. And I'm glad you chose it, listening to the number one anime manga show on the internet right now, the Indisputable Fact, <laughs> Weeb cast with your host, not so much with the most, C-Dub, aka Mulrie, aka the independent variable, aka has some candy, Hershey's chocolate, aka has a little cup of coffee with him as well, aka... Why am I up this early? Oh, that's right. Because I want to talk. I almost said I want to attack. But I want to talk about Attack on Titan um, and the Marley arc specifically. Because um, we're seeing it right now play out in the anime. But I want to talk about the manga. The manga. And I want to talk about the arc in full. And why I think, in my opinion, turned Attack on Titan from a very good manga to actually a great manga. There's a lot of good things in this world. I always, I say it, I've said it a million times, probably on the podcast already, but there's a lot of good things in this world, but there are very few great things. I take the same perspective with works of art, with anime, manga, comic books, books, TV shows, movies, and all that, that stuff with the, with the, with the entertainment medium um there's i don't think there's a lot of great things in this world because i think the word great is overused and plus a lot of things that we like are good but they're not truly great you know and i think attack on titan is one of is a great uh piece um but not only just great but i think it's actually one of the greatest um especially if you just account in the last in just this decade alone um but we're going to talk about that in a little bit but first up, up top i just want to say uh, thank you for, like I said, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Weavecast. Um, I thank you so much for the support over the, my last two episodes where I, Cast reviewed Christmas, where I did a, uh, Issudatsu my Santa and last week, uh, on Christmas was actually, um, I did Tokyo Godfathers, one of my favorite animated Christmas movies of all time. Probably one of, just one, and just one of my favorite animated movies ever, actually. Um, and got a lot of support, uh, on those episodes and it seemed like you guys really dug those episodes. So I'm really happy about that fact alone and continue, please continue listening to the show, sharing it with your friends and all that good stuff. Um, also I should say, please support the show even further and become an official patron to the Weebcast, um, podcast, um, by going on patreon.com forward slash Weebcast show. That link will be in the show notes. Um, or wherever, wherever you may be listening to this show, that will be in the description of this episode. Also as well, my Twitter and Instagram at base senpai on Twitter and we TV on Instagram. Make sure you guys check me out there where I post just random anime memes and stuff and shit talk and shit posts and all that good stuff. And the occasional smart thing, um, I will t- tweet. So, you, you know, you stick around for that. I may occasionally post something intellectually sound whether it be on anime manga comic books or just anything about the world but as a, and um i think that's it uh, should i just get into the attack uh, that's probably what you guys are really waiting for and i'm i'm, not, I'm trying to promise you i'm not stalling or anything but i will take a unprofessional sip of uh, my coffee here and then we'll get right into the marley Ark attack on titan Let me just be real with you guys. When you think of anime, you think of Crunchyroll. When you think of food delivered real fast, you think of Postmates. So when you think of podcasting, what do you think of, or at least when I think about podcasts, I think about Anchor. Anchor is the perfect place if you want to start your podcast. You can talk about all kinds of things. You don't just have to talk about some weave stuff that I talk about. See, attack on titan um man where to begin where to begin um i guess i should just set up the marley i guess i should for people who are unaware but the marley arc is the i think i believe is the eighth story arc in attack on titan series created by and written and illustrated by the legendary Hajime isayama in the manga the marley arc consists of chapters from 91 to chapter, I think, 106 officially. Um And in the TV series right now, in season four right now, we're seeing that being adapted currently. Um, but I guess I should talk about... Let me set it up a little bit better. I think up until the Marley arc, and I, I feel like I've been reading Attack on Titan for close to almost a third of my life. And if we say that the arc started in 2017 with chapter 91... Titled "The Other Side of the Ocean," and uh, that I picked up the manga in favor of the anime in early was it 2013, late 2012. It has stuck around since then for the best part of seven years now. And considering that, and then I'm you know <clears throat> 26, uh, and this was that's a solid portion of my existence and spent exploring the world of Hajime Isayama. And his characters. Um, And to be honest, that's just time well spent, if you ask me. But nevertheless, until the Marley arc concluded in 2018, with chapter 107, The Visitor, I wouldn't have considered Attack on Titan an exactly a masterpiece. I don't think many people would have either. You know, there has been a clear shift in recent years towards more vocal support of Haji Isayama's series, with people calling him the goat. And the series incredible now, uh, and this is because in many ways, the Marley arc changed everything in attack on Titan. And we, the best way to start is the other side of the ocean, exploring a whole new world, quite literally, um, figuratively, st- canonically, and, and then also meta wise, it is almost impossible to separate the Marley arc from the attack on Titans, previous major storyline, which was, I think it was called return to Shiga Nashina. And this is a serialized story after all adapted by wit studio in 2019 as season three, part two, that are dropped several bombshells about the truth of the attack on Titans world. Namely that our characters were, you know, not as long, not as alone as they thought. Um, and before I continue, I should say that um, uh, that this will have contained some bit of spoilers. I was av- cause as the, the Marley arc hasn't been fan, it f- hasn't been fully adapted yet being adapted right now in the season four, um, animated by the great Mappa. But so I am I'm trying to see, you know, what? if you haven't seen at least up to f- episode 59, I'll say 61 just to be safe, but there will be spoilers moving forward from this point. So Be careful, you know, look out for yourself, but humanity has not perished with those simple words. Attack on Titan knocked down all the walls that previously held our characters in the dark and at the mercy, mercy of Titans. Um, and now we knew who made the walls. Now we knew who made the Titans. Now we knew that the plight of humanity was actually the plight of Eldians and that the marleans 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 i say marleans were the ones to blame here after all and almost immediately the marley arc moves to address the questions that still persist after attack on titans late game re- revelations how are the warriors picked what purpose do they serve for marley what purpose do they no what happened to the rest of the eldians who did not go to parad- paradise all of these questions and more are answered, setting up pretty nicely for the subsequent final arc. And the Marley arc does this, you know, rather efficiently. And by watching the focus, by why well, really by actually by switching the focus of attack on Titan's story entirely from the island of Paradis to the nation of Marley and the Liberio intern in, you know, interment zone, this really saves Hajime Isayama's valuable time and effort as we can kind of explore this brand new world through the eyes of those brought up there, as well as take advantage of their you know, insider knowledge. And, and this has various consequences as well for Attack on Titans characters, you know, as we shall see, but it is worth stopping for a moment and considering how well Hajime Isayama was able to execute this shift Despite being so far into the story, um, as we are right now, we're into just a little bit over a hundred and thirty chapters. And within moving into you know chapter ninety-one, moving away from the characters that we spent over not over ninety chapters of. And you know, this is a monthly serialization, so we've been spending them for about Close up almost up to six years with the, the 104th Division, you know, uh, the 104th uh, Survey Corps. So, usually, and usually a change in setting occurs around the second act of a narrative where long running shonen tend to stay for really a majority of their run before entering into their climax several, several, several years. But not Attack on Titan, you know, this is the equivalent of starting a brand new story centered on a bunch of new characters 30 minutes before the end of your average Hollywood movie. And although this is precisely one of the, the advantages that the serialized medium of manga storytelling kind of provide narratives can be developed separately from one another to build up something even larger than what we've come to know while reading. Much like how Gige Akutami took an entire art to explain Satoru and Geto's backstory in Jutsu Kaisen. Hajime Isayama would be a fool not to take advantage of it, you know? And the biggest thing about this shift is that the shift of not just uh, our series of characters, but even the world. Aaron Jaeger wasn't was no longer Attack on Titans protagonist, and and that to be honest, and that's a that's a sentence and a half if you really if you really think about it. Up until this point, we've mentioned several times that the Marley arc per, you know proceeds separately apart from many of Attack on Titans main characters, and you're probably asking, "What do you mean? Why is that?" But simply put, much of the scouting regiment. And most of the series established cast don't appear until, you know, until the end of this arc, or even afterwards, to be honest. Instead, this part of Attack on Titan's story focuses on introducing a new set of characters. And those are the warrior candidates. Or I'd like to say, you know, Reiner's children and fleshing out some that have appeared before, but under, you know, distinct pretenses, namely Zeke and Reiner. Reiner is in turn, undoubtedly, the character that is afforded the most attention. And this much is obvious from the placement underneath Aaron uh, on the final season's poster. I-, I remember that when the Marley arc first started, a friend told me that Aaron wasn't even the main character of Attack on Titan anymore. And while this is a bit of hyperbole, it does speak to a wider transformation In the direction of narrative, that series to underscore the meaning of the entire manga. And up until this point, Aaron Yeager had been our protagonist and our point of view character. He was just as clueless about the world as we were. And we kind of cheered him on as he succeeded over the seemingly impossible odds each and every time. Yet from the very beginning, there was a little bit something off about him. He was angry he was self-centered and focused on a goal that really that really should have raised eyebrows to more people in the beginning when aaron said that he was going to kill all of the titans we we laughed it off as another zealous shonen protagonist stating his goals in an emphatic way for the sake of the audience but the molly arc however reveals the logical conclusion To such a psychopathic character, it it, it shows how well Hajime Isayama had a handle on him and what he represented from literally the very beginning. Now I'll refrain from spoiling too much, but I will say that the Marley arc is merely the prelude to a series of events that will leave you questioning the morality of this series as well as that of Shonen manga itself. This much arguably already foreshadowed at the end of season three, part two. But when Aaron said, If I kill all of our enemies over there, will we finally be free? The Marley arc in general. Let me take a sip before I actually moving into this next one. Let me, because uh, I want to be, I want to be accurate. I want to be clear on this point. So I'll take another two sips of coffee here, but the Marley arc in particular, I believe reshaped, or, or I guess I should say, helped me reevaluate, uh, my personal relationship with the manga and with the series in general. That being said, before I go any further, I think you and I the listener and me see though need to address the elephant in the room or the titan in the room. I guess in this case, Taco Titan: The Final Season will be the first adaptation of the series not to be handled by Wit Studio. Instead, it's been picked up by Studio Mappa, and this means all of the important Marley arc, which I love so much, will be subject to a whole series of changes. You know, as mentioned, my attachment to the original manga. So this change, you know, never really bothered me too much. But I never, I've never even saw past, I think I remember, I I never really even saw past episode 13 of the first season until, um, I guess, I guess on my second rewatch, you know, a few weeks or at least my third rewatch maybe a few, two weeks ago. Nevertheless, I'd be remiss to to mention the mountain of anxiety I have when reviewing Attack on Titan, the final season's production from the stretch schedule to the mountain of animators. I'm certainly not the only one who's worried about the whole thing would collapse like a house of cards at any moment. But no matter how the Marley arc turns out in animation, however, that won't take away from the last impact that it has on the Attack on Titan manga. Nor will it really take away from my newfound appreciation uh, for the story. I- I've always been seps- obsessed with the idea of serialized story. You know, I I think that it was the fact that so much Japanese media is based on them, mainly manga, that got me into the culture in the first place. Starting with Saint Seiya, you know, Dragon Ball Z, Full Metal Alchemist in my early teens, much like Attack on Titan that was based on a monthly manga, bringing in, bringing with it all the advantages of the medium. You know, growing up alongside a set of characters and exploring a mysterious world with them is something you really only get to truly experience consistently in Japanese media. You know, true, there are such things as around Western, you know, Western TV and books, but the comics industry is overwhelmingly dominated by superheroes and and those TV series and books don't release as regularly as something like Attack on Titan, which has come at the end of every month for 11 years, like clockwork. As a result, I formed a really a close connection with Hajime Isayama series that I'm, I'm sure that many of you that are listening to this will probably most likely understand. It's managed to stick around this long in my mind. And after all, and nevertheless, precisely because it's been around for so long, Parts of the ways in which it has been influenced in my life can kind of seem a little trivial or even embarrassing in hindsight, though I do think that the Marley art changed all that. And the most and moving on to the most important part is that the Marley art proves that Isayama really is one of the masters of storytelling in the business. When Attack on Titan first got popular in 2013. I was I wasn't very active about Tumblr. There, I got quite involved early with the fan community, joining in with such things as theory crafting and, and role playing. Um, as one of my favorite characters, you know, Jean or and Reiner, if you have to know. We came up with all sorts of stupid explanations for the truth of the Attack on Titan's world, including one that I still kind of quite remember. Well, the multiple walls theory. Um, that said, the, the location of Wall China, Rosa, and Maria was somewhere in mainland Germany, because the series' Anglo-Saxon cast and naming conventions, and that other countries also had different set of walls, const- you know, constructed after some sort of a apocalyptic event. So yes, you know, kind of like every other post-apocalyptic zombie series out there, really. But, and I do remember when they when they showed the map. Um, I can't quite remember the episode or, or, or the chapter exactly when we got to see the map and just kind of, I just, I just remember me and my friends just, um, you know, sharing it on Twitter and Tumblr and things like, man, we were, we were wrong, like bad, really bad. And it fills me with such intense joy that the truth behind the Attack on Titan setting was not something stupid or basic as the theory that we, probably, that we came up with. Instead, Isayama chose something much more original, also incorporating elements of kind of a real life history into the story, most notably Nazi Germany and the Holocaust. I feel like this is pretty obvious, but the armbands that the Aldians are forced to wear in Libero should be enough to underscore this fact alone. And the Marley arc is a competent exploration of this theme, but it's also the culmination of every single thing that Attack on Titan has been building towards up until this point. Even more than so the subsequent final arc, it is the proof in the pudding that it was worth sticking around all these years for. It demonstrated to me that it deserved to be called a modern classic. True, if the revelations at the end of The Return the uh the Shigashina had also been dull or a little inconsistent, then that would have been disappointing. But Nisayama had a duty to show us that his story could continue beyond that eternal MacGuffin Attack on Titan needed legs, and the Marley arc gave them in spades. On the whole, Attack on Titan ter- appears to be so well constructed that That Hajime Isayama must have had it all planned out from the very beginning. Even the title of the first chapter, To You, 2000 Years of the Future, is a full meaning and, is full of meaning and significance. I I look forward to the final season, cementing this in my mind of anime only fans, as well as deserving the brilliance of the Marley arc in anticipation of a fantastic an exciting, thrilling ending. Let's just hope MAPPA doesn't explode by then. But you can read Attack on Titan via Kodansha Comics. And the final season streaming right now on Crunchyroll and Funimation now. And thank you for for listening and tuning in to these week, this week's episode of Weebcast, where I explain why the Marley arc really did turn Hajime Isayama's Attack on Titan, the modern classic to an all time great of the decade and just all time great of all time of a manga. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. There is more to come. Um, check out the Patreon, like I said before, because I will be up. I will be posting on Patreon over the weekend. I will be doing a uh, I will be doing a review, especially for patrons on there. It will be a review of Kimi Noah. I'll be doing a movie review there. And I may be doing a maybe a little more manga review on the page just for patrons only as well. Um, So be on the lookout. So if you want all those benefits and I got other reviews, I got other content and things that you can only uh, stuff exclusively there. So make sure you become a patrons. It's it's just a dollar a month if you like. Um, But if you like to, you know, give a little bit more, there's also a $2 option and $3 options with even more benefits stacked on top of that, such as being on the show, being on live sh- live streams, uh, offering topics, um, being able to interject your own voice into the podcast, to ask questions and all that, become a little bit closer to the show and all that great and juicy stuff. But for now, I must get out of here. Um, and I hope you guys enjoy these, the holiday season. I guess the holiday season's kind of over. Is, I mean, when New Year's Day is over, is it, I guess the holiday season just kind of ended. We just kind of moved back into the mundane things. But whatever the case I may mean, be, just enjoy this day. Enjoy the weekend. Stay safe. Be kind to each other. Love each other. Support each other. Do all those good things. Um, I will see you next week with a brand new, exciting episode of WeeCast. But for now, I have over forty episodes that you can binge and listen to if you if that's you know in your leisure time. But I am Chris. I am C Dub. I am Maria. On many things, um, and I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. And I hope you guys keep continuing to support the podcast because I love you guys. And you guys have been doing great, even in this what 2020 was a harsh year for everybody you guys have stepped up to the plate we as as faithful weebs to um keep doing what you guys are doing and i'm going to keep doing what i do and um, if we keep doing that together what what could go wrong what could go wrong But um, <laughs> i'm gonna get out of here uh thank you for allowing my voice into your ears and into your homes i will see you next week i'm out a few thousand See you.